0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Noodling with Josh. My name is Josh. I have a noodle, making me, once again, uniquely qualified to host this podcast. I have an incredible guest today. For those of you who don't know him, get to know him, learn more about him, follow him on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. He is a wonderful human being, a wonderful person inside and out, the incomparable, David Perry. David Perry, we talk about everything, and I know I say that every time, and we truly, truly do. We bounce all over, we have some wonderful stream of consciousness debate and conversation, and I get to learn a lot about him, and now, so do you. So sit back, strap in, and hit the theme. (laughs) And welcome to another episode of Noodling with Josh. It, it's like a switch. I, I can just flip it on. Are you ready? I'm ready. He's ready.
1: Oh I have This is the thing. This is a starting. Okay, because you asked me if I was ready like ten seconds ago. <laughs> now we're we're on another. Are you
0: ready? My bad. Okay. I did jump right into it. Take two. <laughs> we're gonna keep the first take though, so hold on. Yeah. all right. Whew who straight faces guys this is gonna be a really difficult episode i this is one of the few men in the world who makes me laugh as often as he does all right ready restart little face exercise smooth out the wrinkles you said straight face but i want to keep my gay face
1: on if Love that's it. okay with you perfect
0: hey everybody and welcome <laughs> to another episode of Noodle with josh this is going to take forever we're just going to jump in i have david perry in my studio, I, we haven't even started. and I'm laughing like an idiot. Oh, no, 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 noodled in with Josh. I have a theme song that the wonderful Tommy Sklut, if he's listening, love him. He is a good friend from high school, and he actually recorded at the beginning of like a, a theme for me. Sounds incredible. I've been taking forever to get the lyrics back to him. I need to have you listen to it because you are also a magic music man.
1: I would love to listen to it. I actually have a question about yeah. the music because it sounds like you have a different song playing with each intro. Yep. And I still um, say hit the theme. It's a different the, theme every the episode. Theme, and I feel like there's just some radio DJ I'm that so p- plugs You're in a random cassette tape. <laughs> this is the theme. And actually one of the coolest things you did was you had on a, a music producer yeah, and you yeah, played one of her songs. Yes. and I thought that was really cool. It
0: was really, really nice of her to give me that song to use. is going places, and I'm really glad that she let us use that.
1: She's going to come back though. I know five years later and be like, and be like okay, "You can't okay. use royalties,
0: that. please, <laughs> royalties, please." You're like, "Here's a here's a taquito." <laughs> just, I don't know what you, you can take any bottle of booze. This off is that what show. I've made just, from this podcast. Just leave. <laughs> um, no, so there's a website, FreeMusicArchive.org. And it's literally copyright-free music oh. that you can use in whatever you want. Is, and is other "Happy Bra-
1: Birthday" on there? I feel like that's I, maybe. I'm not, that's I'm not either, sure. either it's one of two things. It's either the most copywritten song in the world, or really? like the most like illegally used song in the world, or it's the like number one song that isn't copyright. It's one of those two things. Okay. Either way, it's sung a lot. All,
0: okay, so according to the LA Times, all happy birthday song copyright claims are invalid. Happy birthday to you is free market. So we can sing it right now. Yes, we can sing happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. you. Happy birthday. Come get me FCC. <laughs> Wait, that might be someone's song. And then that is
1: someone. You me. Now they're coming after you. They were looking yes. for this. <laughs>
0: Did um, One of my favorite reminders that copyright's a thing. Do you ever watch um, Conan, uh, his like, YouTube stuff? For, oh, yeah. Uh, he has a series called Clueless Gamer. Yes. Okay. And occasionally, a perfect example is um, when they were playing the new WWE game, they couldn't afford the music rights to the like, <laughs> the music in the game. So yes. they just had the... Um, Pledge of Allegiance on repeat. <laughs> no, the, yeah, the it, was like Manor. Manor. it was just on
1: repeat because it's, it's like it's open source. We're allowed to use this. Well, you know, there's some like old guy in Arkansas watching, and he's like, "I can't believe how patriotic this game is. <laughs> I have like, to buy this video game. It's only,
0: <laughs> it's only patriotic. That yeah. Oh my god. So we've gone uh, already a couple of minutes, and I have barely introduced you. I apologize okay. um, to all. Vegas-based Zaponians, you know who David Perry is? For everyone else in the world, David Perry is one of my favorite people in Las Vegas, and I have the pleasure of having him in the studio. We had a long talk about this. It's it is a studio. a studio.
1: It's a studio. Yes.
0: See, again, that reaffirmation just pushes me further.
1: It just happens to have a couple of sleeping devices yeah. and pictures of women, which is fine. Every studio That's, has those things. Yes, yeah. great.
0: I, I, was, I was reminded that it's a in this corner of the studio it's very that's a black couch and i'm very aware that it's just open next to photos
1: (laughs) pulled from a gentleman's magazine it's very hey it's 2017 that is in anyone's magazine yeah oh yeah i'm pretty sure a lot of women enjoy that stuff as well but let's focus on this black couch because was it part of another couch? It was. It was.
0: No one's ever asked that before. They've just accepted that I have a weird casting couch in my studio and moved on. No um,
1: call it <laughs> that. Jesus Christ. I don't know what that
0: is. You know what that is.
1: You, you can call me Google it. of my church friends listening, <laughs> I don't know what that
0: is. Oh, God, please, mom, don't Google that. Oh, this is going to be a rough episode. Only because I'm... See this is why I could never actually do stand up. I've wanted to do stand up so much but I, I laugh at my own jokes. Yes. And I laugh at everyone else's jokes. So I would just be up on stage
1: crying for Someone's minutes. heckling you and you're just laughing I right would, back at them.
0: If someone if someone heckled me, I would just start crying <laughs> out of laughter immediately. <laughs> and i would just point at them and be like you're down there and i would just be crying the whole time you
1: you're like so you're so into whatever they're heckling you about would, that yeah. you have them come on stage just, and you go sit down I would, you, you, you just let him give roast up. me yeah i would just sit
0: there and be like more please you, you tell me how easy this is um, it's really funny that we bring this up i actually spent the weekend in la and it was at the comedy store mm. And I don't know if you've ever been—not
1: the one in LA, but well, I—I I don't know if there's other comedy stores um, across the world, but it, there is a Laughing Factory, yeah, or the Laugh Factory. Yeah, in, Laugh uh, Factory is right down
0: the street from the comedy uh, store in Dallas
1: that I've been to a bunch of times. Very in cool. Dallas. There's a good one in
0: Vegas too, at the um, the not the Flamingo, but the other old one. Um like the Tropicana Thank you Tropicana There's a Laugh Factory there That's actually really good I was actually um, just Naming
1: a street But Like, well fl- like you named fling- go, so.
0: Um So I was at the Laugh Factory Excuse me I was at the comedy store Where were you? <laughs> I, I Hold on Let me take a drink of water Let me restart
1: Noodling with Josh
0: Back to Noodling with Josh um, No so I was at the I don't remember the point Of the story But we'll I'll get through it The comedy store in L.A., Um, I made a lot of friends when I was working at Zappos. Wink, wink, this is your in for later. Uh, But I was working for Zappos and uh, working with this um, comedy festival, hmm. Crapshoot Comedy. And I got to work with the Fungineering team and host them and cover stuff on social, and become friends with 30 comedians. So they invited, they're like, come out to the comedy store whenever, we'll get you. And so it was really interesting to watch these guys work, like in their home comedy state I don't remember why we were talking about this, but...
1: We were talking about how you laugh yes. at your oh, own man. and other people's jokes, and if there was yes. a heckler then you would be too busy laughing at the heckler than yep. focusing on your own material. Yeah, 100%. And there was a heckler for one of the comedians.
0: And, oh, Anthony Jeselnik. And Anthony Jeselnik just tore them apart. I, was, and
1: that's what I love about yep. comedians who can think on their feet. Because I think there's a certain art to comedy oh, where absolutely. you can write your own material. Mm-hmm. And I think those brilliant writers out there. For sure. But can they think on their feet? Can 100%. they be quick-witted? And I think what you should look for are... Uh, we're doing a podcast right now but comedians who do podcasts yeah that, that's something you can't you can't write out an hour and a half worth of stuff you can write talking points oh yeah out. i
0: have a whole i always have a list of at least a couple of things to talk about if we yeah. stall but i um became friends with a comedian named ryan sickler mm. who hosts the crab feast podcast and it's incredible and it's him just nonsense because he tells great stories yeah and like you're talking about but he also is super quick on his feet with the podcast stuff so i'll have to Hey, Ryan, if you're listening by any chance, Skype us <laughs> let's, let's, let's laugh at each other. Let's laugh at each other. Just just stare me in the eyes and we'll just laugh for a full hour and record it. It'd be <laughs> wonderful. That's really what I thought this would be. I didn't think I'd be able to not laugh long for enough. For
1: those who are listening and not watching, um, there's actually a big black wall between me and Josh because we can't look at each we other when has this is happening. I have to hide behind my computer. <laughs> and it's, it's nothing – I don't know.
0: I've thought about this long and hard knowing that you're coming and I don't remember first meeting you. Mm. You were just in my life one day (laughs) and it's been better ever since. Um, But it's, you've constantly been an awesome source of like humor and like happiness and I very much appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. It's one of those things you don't get to like lovingly look in someone's eyes and say so i want to make sure i, did that I at least appreciate once.
1: that i think it's always good though you start out with i don't know where you came from <laughs> right. but i you love you just
0: <laughs> appeared and i'm okay with it
1: well i i don't know that we've ever formally like shaken hands said i'm david you say oh gosh we're reaching Hi, over the black <laughs> wall it's yeah. very nice to meet you we shook hands wow. his hands are nice and soft He just used the restroom, and I don't think he washed his hands. But that's okay. hands
0: are nice and firm, like a a builder.
1: (laughs) It's really (laughs) funny that you say that because I have this lotion in my car, and it's called working man's hands. It's because my hands are super dry and and callous and um i don't have a lot of insecurities in life but every time that someone tells me i have dry hands it's kind of like a little a little prick to my heart (laughs) and and it's um you know i I do have these like calluses and and blisters but um i I play five different musical instruments and so i
0: don't know why you'd say prick to your heart i i am subconscious of my soft hands Mm -hmm. that i
1: (laughs) wonderfully enough i
0: moisturize because i just like I have like a routine that I go through. But I, uh, there's something lost about like a rough man's handshake.
1: Yeah, I I, I guess that makes sense. But I think for people that know me, they know that, like, well, you're not like, you're not out chopping wood. You're not building homes. Like, what, 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 why are your hands so dry and callous? And so I think grass is always greener. You, you want people (laughs) to tell you how manly your hands are. I want people to, to, I want people to understand how delicate I want my hands to feel. That's (laughs) it. But all that is to say, I have this lotion called Working Man's Hands. Um, Obviously, it's not working. Um but
0: it, it, it literally it just has fiberglass it in it just, to like rough up your hands. It does the it's exact like, mm. opposite of what it's yeah. intending to do. And this um, one, this
1: is my Victoria's secret body wash. Just work that <laughs> in your daily. Dude, I love the smell of like girly lotions. No. And not it's, to it's put incredible. a gender on lotions, but the more feminine lotions. Yeah. Um like I love the smell of them. Yeah. And if they had any effect on my hands, I would wear them more, but they just they wear of off time. within like twelve seconds. All
0: right. So you said you play five instruments. I, 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 I know of one. Because We worked on a project together and you played piano for it, yeah, which was a very fun project. Um, did you ever see the finished product to said project? We won't <laughs> get into it because it, it'll take us down a really long,
1: dark path. I so I did watch, I will quote unquote, final product. Yeah. I hope that's not the final product, agreed. Um, but I watched an edited version of the product mm-hmm. and um. I, I, you you killed it on the piano. That's oh, all thank, ever I appreciate to that. Thank you so much for saying that. <laughs> so what are the other four? Instruments um, the playing? other four is, um, guitar. Yeah. Um, and I'll just like combine like any kind of guitar. So acoustic, electric, whatever. Yeah. So key, just guitar, tar. a guitar. <laughs> um, <laughs> piano, guitar, yeah, no. <laughs> the, uh, well, I just said any guitar, but I'm going to, I'm going to put bass as a different type of instrument there. So mm-hmm. guitar, bass, mm-hmm. drums, um, and then this is kind of random oh, I'm but so excited so, the coronet and not to be confused with the clarinet yeah the coronet is actually it's a brass instrument yeah it's a it's kind like of a, a smaller version of a trumpet mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um, is is the coronet the one without
0: the um, button no, it's buttons without the uh, <laughs> like are you talking
1: about like the one like the the horse makes, like, excuse me.
0: yeah that's yeah yeah
1: no, they still have the the buttons, as you would say, and um, I, key, yeah, key, Sorry, um, I played
0: alto sax for <laughs> third grade through high school,
1: so you think so, ign- we cannot plead ignorance for this? No, long. not even, um, a little bit. No, but they still do. It's just it's honestly, and I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure, someone listening is about to get really snobby and be like, it's not just a miniature version of a trumpet, but it, it is. It, basically, it, it yeah. is. um But. Um, kind of like a, like a like a soprano trumpet yeah yeah exactly and right. i I, I love I loved playing it um I Is don't, there a reason like, specifically you picked it up yeah um so <laughs> funny enough my parents tried to force like piano onto me when I was mm. younger but they they named me David after like the, the biblical icon the psalmist David yeah. so they really wanted to force music upon me I just wanted to go outside and play sports of course so when i was younger they tried to make me play piano yeah. all these different instruments i hated it mm-hmm. um and so in like middle school to like semi defy them during band i didn't choose an instrument that they wanted me to learn i chose this thing called the coronet that's amazing and we had to go to like this store and rent it and i just learned how to play it and i kind of fell for it and believe it or not that's the first instrument that i like selectively learned how to play yeah. Um, because anything that I learned with piano when I was younger was in one ear out the other. I sure. just didn't, didn't pay yeah. attention, didn't care. I was just trying to get through it for mm-hmm. my parents' sake. I completely forgot piano, and then I learned the guitar when I was uh, 18 years old, and that's kind of the cool thing when it came to music, and that's why I feel like it's my passion, my yeah. calling, is because when I was 18 years old, that's when I picked it up, Guitar out of nowhere. All my friends were playing instruments, so I just picked up a guitar. I learned a couple chords, and then from guitar came piano, from yep. piano came bass, from bass came drums, and now I, I know all these instruments. Oh, that yeah. for some reason started with the coronet That's um, amazing. And I think that the, like, um, whenever you you ever get like that extra paycheck one month, you know it's like that third paycheck, or you just stumble aco- across. More money than you thought you sure. have. That's yeah. what I, that's what I splurge on instruments. So I have certain guitars or amps or whatever. And I think the next time my next splurge is I gotta buy a cornet. You need to. Buy I a need coronet I need my cornet back.
0: I cannot tell you how many times I've wanted to pick back up the saxophone. Mm. And every time I go to like guitar center and they have them, I'm just like it would be so easy to pick that thing back up and just get back to it. Yeah. I honestly I wanted to play drums, mm. but the, mom's just, my mom was like, no, too loud. Yeah, no, absolutely not. So, I um, was watching the news, and our sexy president picked up a sax and went to town (laughs) on a late night show. And I was like, man, chicks like this. All right, saxophone. So, third grader Josh picked up that saxophone and just channeled my inner Bill Clinton all the way through high school. Um, I really wish I kept up with it. Like, I I can still read that music and play it. Oh, it's wonderful. But, like, I, well,. It's been a while since I've actually thought about it, but one of the last projects I worked on before I left, Zappos was actually with Kenny G. And no way. I, uh, yeah, it, it was a really weird story of how it came to be. Um, Kenny G's Twitter is incredible. If you're I'm, not following I've never, it. i
1: never followed him. If you
0: need to pull out your phone, go for it. It's yeah, at Kenny right G, now. and it is him.
1: I was going to say, do you think it's him? Yes. Or is it like a, so his- he
0: has a PR team that, like, finds like the photos and like sends him funny things Mm -hmm. but he's the one who's doing it and i thought one was exceptionally funny so i retweeted it from the at zappos handle saying if you're not following kenny g you should be got a ton of traction and they reached out and they said hey we'd love to talk maybe zappos and kenny g can somehow work together so i had a call with one of his agencies and then my second call was with him and we talked about saxophone, and he loves to fly his plane.
1: Read, I, you see you're laughing. We'll, we'll read one of the more uh, recent ones. Well, the, the, it's the first one. It's okay. the first one that comes up. It was just two days ago. Um, I'm a little, so here's you my hypocrisy. Describe my hip- the photo. My hypocrisy in this, when I first see his profile, my hypocrisy is immediately showing. I said, why does he only have 75,000 followers? But I don't even follow the guy. So, why am I complaining? So, now, he, first of all, he's getting a follow. No I'm wait. following him. So, I, now. I think he has more followers. Are you following the right Kenny G? Uh, just at Kenny G. And
0: he's, he's verified.
1: Huh. Blue check mark. Yeah, only 75.1 thousand followers. I'm, I'm that 0. 0.1 thousand, by the way. We need I count to follow. for 100. Um, but the first thing I saw was <laughs> it just says <laughs> the caption is just another day in the life of a G. And it shows Kenny G standing on what appears to be like a red carpet. Yeah. It's him with his wonderful curly hair, some sunglasses on. I love it. And he's wearing like what appears to be maybe a bicycle jacket. <laughs> and like with, with with a bicycle jacket with the Audi logo on Is it. Is he going skiing? And I don't I don't know. I don't know. It has an Audi logo on it on the front, a Pepsi logo on the side, and like a a picture of the world. With wings, like oh, yeah. in the middle of the jacket, but like l- like a child drew it. Like a child drew it, and he has some sort of like award medal. Do you see that? Something. Like, it, it's like a. He, he has like w- a yellow medal. Something. He's on the red pain. carpet. He's wearing a medal, but it's just—it's quite literally just another day in the life of a G. Yeah, and I. That's amazing. Th-
0: this is what the remainder of the podcast should be: us describing <laughs> <Just> go- <laughs> photos of Kenny G. So this is Kenny G. Um, I'm, I'm going to show you this photo. I just retweeted it for my personal. At Josh the Weaver, um, he's putting up his fist in yeah. like the pound it motion. Mm-hmm. Uh, curly hair, saxophone in hand, mm. and the subtext is, if the sax is good, pound it.
1: <laughs> Dude, Kenny G, and I want to, I want to believe that's him. I want to believe that he wrote that. And Quite I'm going to believe that. You can't tell me he didn't. But no,
0: I got to talk to him and his agency, and he's a wonderfully funny human being, too. So it's not like this is just, that's his personality and everything.
1: Um, I think everyone wants to know, and I'm not sure if you talked about saxophones in your previous um, <laughs> podcast, but everyone wants to know. Yeah. When you get your saxophone back, I'm speaking it into existence. When you get it back. Mm-hmm. First song you learn is going to be the ever iconic. "Careless Whisper. Yes.
0: It's already in there. It's already locked and loaded. I already know it. You just got to put that sax in my hands and so I can get back to it. Dude, so good. I, just
1: some. There purpose. is not one moment in my life that I'm not ready for that song.
0: I, every time I hear it, it's been the right time.
1: That's that's just. Is there any other song out there that can just instantly put you in a mood to listen to that song?
0: Uh, honestly, yeah. The one song that was asked um, one of the first times I was interviewed, being if a song were to start every time you walked into a room, mm. what would it be? And this has been used, yeah, know, job applications all the time. But the, the, the song is I Believe in Miracles. <laughs> you Sexy Thing quote You Sexy Thing by Hot Chocolate. Yes. And if that were to like bow, 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 mm. bow, bow, bow. it just every time I walked in the room my life would be what
1: exponentially you, better. What do you think of when you think of that song? Because I have, I have my idea, but I want to hear what your idea is. When you that, that song,
0: thing. I, I just think like it's a super egotistical song <laughs> that I would slide into the room. Like I wouldn't <laughs> normally walk. I would somehow like risky business into every room with that song starting, and I would dance for a couple seconds, and then it just fade out and I'd go back
1: to whatever I was doing. Dude, you can't. Because I'm going to tell you what my idea is. What okay. I think of. But you can't take this the wrong way because no, you fit that. into this like I this just makes so much sense right now But there's this movie. and I'm not even sure if this song was in the movie But okay. I just I think of, of a movie called heavyweights and Jesus Christ <laughs> I, will finish, I will let you finish your thought before I make any judgments and so, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not saying that you Belong in should heavy have been weights. in heavyweights. Yeah. No, 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 I, no, 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 no I'm it. saying is I, I am so it. I what I imagine the song and what, what I think of the song and have you seen heavyweights? Oh, of course, okay um, it's on Netflix for those who want to watch. Bye not day. not for long, because oh, if you didn't day, hear, day. Disney is removing all of their movies and shows from streaming services to make their own. Streaming I know, service. and I'm stoked. Just you know why I'm excited for that? Why
0: they're including ESPN? So if because technically they, next, own these, they, <laughs> they own it, of course ESPN. they do. Yeah. So okay. if you get whatever Disney's streaming service is, you'll then have access to NFL and like all okay. this stuff via all ESPN. Right. So I, I am super into it. I'm I, a little annoyed that I have to pay 9 99 a month for another thing. Yeah. But I totally see why they're doing it. I
1: feel like – well, first of all, I'm surprised they haven't done it yet. That's it's, what I, When I first read it, I said, well, how is this not already a thing?
0: Especially because they're leading – I mean, again, they also own Marvel. So they're letting so much of their talent and yeah. product benefit another company. Oh, yeah. It's almost surprising – that you're right. Why didn't they have this already? So,
1: do you think it's going to be like Netflix or Hulu, where only select things are there, or do you think it's going to be every Disney thing? Because if it's every Disney thing, I'm I'm in. Yeah, I'm in because you just mentioned Marvel. We didn't mention Star Wars yet. No. Um, there's so many things that a lot of people don't know that Disney was a part of. Like, oh, yeah. will there be Buena Vista stuff? Like what? germs? Like, yeah. Like. Yeah. Oh, holy smokes! Um, but back to heavyweights. <laughs> the um... <laughs> <laughs> the song, the <I> hot chocolate. <laughs> I the, the the scene that I think of if you've seen Heavyweights you remember mm-hmm. the scene where they have to dance with girls from mm-hmm. a different camp um, oh yeah and I feel like that's one of the songs that plays while they're dancing I, I, on the dance floor I, that sounds right so when you say you want to slide into a room I imagine one of those like characters like just doing a goofy dance and it yeah. could it could even be the the skinny the skinny camp counselor that everyone makes fun of because he lost his weight but even he's doing goofy dance moves so it had uh, yeah. nothing to do with weight just as much as the, I, I imagine totally the dance scene from the totally heavyweights from. and you should have just
0: rounded it off with i'm a huge fan of keenan thompson <laughs> <laughs> and i love this film heavyweights
1: <laughs> I, is that like so are keenan thompson and ben stiller like the biggest names from that movie yeah
0: for sure now yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And and
1: Goldberg from Mighty Ducks. <laughs> oh my god. He. Oh uh, yeah.
0: He he's grown up with us, hasn't he? Yeah. From Mighty Ducks to Heavyweights to all that. Yes. To SNL and he's been he's the longest running SNL member ever.
1: Yeah, and I think that
0: most prolific too. He's been in the most skits. Oh, for skets, sure,
1: for me. sure. Um, I think that that just was in his blood, you know, like just oh, yeah. live sketch comedy and. Hundred percent. And what I love about Keenan, what I love about SNL in general, but Keenan, like, they could totally have him be a character that he resembles nothing of. Oh yeah, and he'll he'll do his darndest. But but it's him. It's Keenan doing so -so. every time, and it's great. And I don't know if you heard or read that um, he's starting a new. Uh, sketch comedy for y- like youngsters like kind of like bringing back and all that yeah, yeah, I forget yeah, yeah. what it's called like Scoogle or something like that this is it really oh man I,
0: I, re- I just hope that they're going to lean into the all that thing I I hope so too um, it'd be so fun to but see it makes me wonder skets.
1: like didn't they try to bring all that back a couple of years ago I I'm feel, not sure I feel like I maybe feel like, I've seen reruns of it well yeah like well I think they brought it back to TV but I mean it's like they try to try to redo it like try to bring another version like a more of like a Young, modern, hip version.
0: (laughs) Young, modern, hip. All that. I mean, all that was pretty young, modern, and hip. Oh, yeah, definitely. Watch some of those episodes and you're just like, that was kind of adult humor.
1: (laughs) you're just like, huh, all right. (laughs) I think that if we continue to talk about all that, we're going to get into different spinoffs of all that, one of them being like like The Amanda Show, a spinoff of that being Drake and Josh. Yeah. And if we're going to talk about Drake and Josh... We gotta figure out what happened between Drake and Josh. What
0: happened between Drake and Josh? I I bet you, and I'd put money that it has to do with Josh losing weight.
1: And he, I, I unfortunately, think, unfortunately, I, 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 I no, bet you for that's sure. With that. You, I think that Drake probably found security in the fact that, like, okay, we're handsome. both funny, but I'm the good-looking one. I'm yeah. the talented one. I do the music yeah. and things like that. Then uh, Josh loses his weight, starts getting other roles, starts doing other things. I. And this is a very popular like conspiracy theory, but I've subscribed to the idea that it was Megan. Megan uh, deleted oh the invite. It's one. <laughs>
0: she deleted the invite. She deleted the invite. and uh, From his wedding. From his wedding. And it's been one. Ju- this whole thing is like an Andy Kaufman style episode. Yeah. <laughs> of Drake and Josh, That's been going for 10 years. Oh, yeah. We're going to get like a movie special. <laughs> we are. Kind of like, w- w- what was that movie that they did? Like um, Boyhood? Oh, my gosh. Just but just around Drake and Josh, and this is one big long
1: You episode. better believe, like, I'm at the midnight premiere for that, oh, like, instantly. Yeah. Like, if there is a Drake and Josh 12-year-in-the-making movie, like, I'm running out of theater <laughs> so no one else can ruin it for me. That I'm would be sitting incredible. in the middle seat. <laughs> uh,
0: oh, <that> man. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Because, like, they've captured so much of their lives on Twitter. And, yeah. Uh, Josh became uh, – Josh Bell, right? No, no. Drake Bell Drake Bell, Bell and Josh. Josh Peck. Thank you. He became famous on Vine. Yeah, oh, you're right. Really you're right. Of so much so that he got a his own TV show mm-hmm. with Rob Lowe, right?
1: Yeah, oh, was it Rob Lowe or John Samos? John or Samos, both. thank what? you.
0: Yeah, sorry. Um, what's his name from Growing Pains? Got a show with Rob Lowe? No, I
1: think you're. I think you're thinking of from. Fred and, and, um, and Fred Savage, yeah, Fred Savage from the Wonder Years. Wonder Years,
0: man, not growing. Fame. And you
1: know there's people listening that they are screaming at their something right now. Like, how like, hey, so you good. idiots? How do yeah. you not know this?
0: Because I'm not googling anything. I will tell you guys if I try to look something up. This is all coming off the top of head. No,
1: we're, this is true, honest. Extreme like we were just talking to each other. We removed the black wall because Josh yeah. is too handsome for me not to look
0: at. And I couldn't. I was peeking over the wall. I, I had to stare back into your eyes. He had
1: a hole. Of glory, looking into, Just
0: looking eyes. right down that glory hole.
1: <laughs> oh, I see what you made me do.
0: <laughs> we did it. A- <laughs> oh, wrap it up. That was it. Get, was the get the out of my one. house.
1: <laughs> I
0: haven't had to kick somebody out yet, which is nice so far.
1: I I want there to be that controversial. Um, we'll get there. Yeah, you and me specifically. Oh, we'll get. We we're, will get there. We're not going we'll to stop. I hope it's over something petty like us talking about The Wonder Years versus Growing Pains. Because I know you did not mix up Kurt Cameron with Fred Savage.
0: I, I did. And I apologize because I was actually more of a Wonder Years fan.
1: Oh, and th- that's interesting because... And this might be our slight age difference, which I think is like a year or two. Um, but <laughs> I was more partial Very. to Growing Pains. Um, and I had my first... Pornography moment during growing pains. Really? Yeah. So.
0: So wait, wait, hold on. So I have to ask you about two things. Yeah. You're going to continue this story, <laughs> but then I also want to know the story about your first boob. No. Sh- <laughs> sh- sh- <laughs> was it is Alyssa Milano? Co- no. Oh, was that said in confidence <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was said off
1: the podcast. Uh, You're, right. Okay. You're right. We will You're talk right. about. That totally was. My first boob. Um, and so and
0: your first. You know what's hilarious is I was actually gonna, and I apologize. Um, I was gonna leapfrog from Kirk Cameron to talking about your religious background
1: because Kirk Cameron has a religious background. This is yeah. that's actually a brilliant segue. I and let's let's do that right, right after the two stories. Of we'll do This two is a great first. way to go into religious talk. Yeah. By the way, boob and first pornographic viewing. First porn, um, first boob. and then so we'll talk about Jesus. both of them, both of them were <laughs> actually unintentional. And if any anyone that knows me is listening and disappointed, please understand that it was unintentional. Um, we'll start with the 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 first pornographic viewing Which my brother and i again, oh, is
0: related to growing it's pains. related to growing pains okay. yes
1: it's because um my brother and i were watching growing pains um in, in our family living room mm-hmm. um mom's in the kitchen cooking dinner because growing pains came on like at 5 30 or six yes yeah. yeah my dad who is a pastor um like he had just got home so everyone is near the tv sure only my brother and i are watching it we're okay. watching growing pains yeah and I'm surprised this doesn't happen more often. Maybe they have better security. But back then, people would hack like channels oh, yeah. and just mm-hmm. put on just crazy stuff, w- whatever they wanted. So, yep. straight up, we're watching Growing Pains, and out of nowhere, and I remember the I remember the episode. Um, Not the episode, specifically, but I remember who was in it. It was an episode with Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio. And I think they find out he's homeless or something like that. He's a homeless teenager. Oh, the
0: episode where they give him his own uh, little apartment.
1: Exactly. So, yeah, we know the episode. Cool. Well, during this episode, out of nowhere, it's showing Leonardo DiCaprio, young Leo, talking. And all of a sudden, it cuts to these two young adults just doing it. Like, all out in the open, like, Like, straight up. Not even
0: changing the channel. No no changing the channel. channel.
1: This isn't, like, this isn't, I don't even think this is suitable for, like, late night television on, like, a premium Cinemax or HBO channel. This is hard stuff. Really? Just straight up on the television. Holy crap. And this has to be, like, 96 or 97, because I was, like, six years old. And um, my brother, who's a little bit older than me, has the wherewithal to understand because I'm focused on what what's happening. My <laughs> brother's focused on mom and dad are right behind us, kind of thing. So he's focused on who's around us. I'm just focused on the TV. Like, these are things that I've never seen before, besides, <laughs> and, like, and- walking in on mom and dad by accident. Um, we're gonna skip that no, story that's for
0: another episode
1: <laughs> no what, what I'm saying is like I didn't I didn't know no yeah um, you're just
0: trying to figure out where this fits into the plot of the episode it, it, you're so, watching so
1: like where, where's Leo is He's this like, happening in Leo's new apartment <laughs> like, <laughs> like, this is a very like Werner Herzog like dark moment that it, we just had exactly and honestly like I'm not joking when I say this whenever I think back to the story or I think of growing pains, I get that pit feeling in my stomach that I had, like, that I saw my very first, like, pornographic viewing. Yeah. Um, so I guess technically that would be my first boob. But, like, <laughs> but my first boob <laughs> was... The, the one that you remember. The one that I remember, like, to the earliest. Um, again, unintentional. But this was, like, late night viewing. Yeah. Um, of, on, like, a premium channel. And I don't think that... I think it was an actual movie. Like it wasn't a movie intended to be. No, it like, was like But it was. It was, it was like shown late at max. night. No. Yeah. And it was, you know, it was on no HBO sensories. or whatever. Yeah. And I don't, I don't remember the name of the movie. I don't know what the movie was about. But I know Alyssa Milano was in it. And um, someone like ripped her shirt open. Are you? You're googling this. Yeah. So you're, yep. you're looking <laughs> it up. Um, she like rips her shirt open or something. And I think I'm like 10 or 11 at this point. Um, and you're just like, huh? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm just like. Because I knew her From a show called Who's the Boss Yeah And I had my little Like adolescent crush on her Because like She was cute Um, And then I'm watching This movie um, More like skipping channels I watched this movie And there's There she is All out in the open And you're just like "Mm." And I I I was just like I like I know this is what I I should want But I know that I shouldn't be watching this So it was (laughs) was very Conflicted On like how to feel About the first boob um, but they say you'll never forget your first boob, and I never did. So. No, that's – I'm trying to – unfortunately,
0: I guess she's been tops in a lot of films now because it's not <laughs> popping up as just one. Um, did you watch Guardians of the Galaxy? I did. So one of my favorite moments from that, and it's like a quick throwaway line, but Peter Quill, his ship, mm-hmm. is named after Alyssa Milano. No. His ship is called the Milano because that was his first crash.
1: Are you serious? Yeah, isn't that
0: funny? That is f- Yeah, d- it's one
1: of those throwaway lines that I always thought, oh, that was really funny. I, I d- And I like that because Guardians of the Galaxy, like, it just takes place on almost everywhere but Earth, Earth except yeah. the beginning, like the origin. Um, so to kind of see Earth references uh, makes, me, that. makes me happy. Especially with the music.
0: Um, I'm looking over <laughs> to the left of my desk because I actually think I have not the first boob I ever saw, but a replication of the first boob I ever saw. Uh, are you familiar with Dick's Last Resort?
1: Yes. So
0: on their box of matches. I want
1: to know why you put so much r- space between Dick's and Last Resort.
0: <laughs> are you familiar with Dick's? Dick's. Last Resort. <laughs> it's because I want to cut this and just get little snippets. No.
1: You just say, are you familiar with Dick's? Yes. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> oh, I love Last Resort. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sweet. I almost got to use that one. Yes. Um, no, but over there, there's a matchbook on this. Hold on. Give me one okay. sec. I'm going to roll over and find I'm it. I'm going to
1: sing while Josh is looking for the boob. Or a replication mm-hmm. of the boob. Oh, okay, he <laughs> threw some matches
0: at me. So this literally was the first time I saw a naked woman. Oh, cool. On that. And so Dick's Last Resort, they gave out matches. Yeah. And there was two girls, one in green and one in white. And that was the first time... I was up north at my grandparents' cottage, and it was my grandpa smoked cigars, and there was like a box of them right there because he was about to light. And I grabbed it because I wanted—I just like lighting it. and I was like, "Whoa!" Put it in my pocket, ran away. So, it, like, it was—it was that exact image on just a random matchbook. Or? No, it was on—it was on that matchbook. Dix has been given out. That
1: exact oh, so is an actual Dick's Last Resort matchbook. <laughs> yeah. I actually didn't know that Dick's Last Resort has been around that long. It's I, been around, yeah. I don't know why. I thought it was like a newer establishment. No, it's been around forever. Do you know like your best Dick's Last Resort? Um, I've actually ha- never been. You have a matchbook yes. of Dick's Last Resort. You have the one from here. It says Excalibur on it.
0: I know. I literally went to it to get it. To get a boob. Yeah, just so I can have, you know, memories. But because one day when you know the internet goes down you need to restart somewhere well you're this, <laughs> this is your
1: bunker for that um wait i i'm so confused you went to dick slash resort at excalibur just for a match but you didn't sit down and no. have a bite to eat have yeah. a drink they, were they rude to you at least when you asked for the matchbook not at all
0: i, I there was um I, I, there was an older waitress who'd walked up to like the the stand and she was sitting people and uh, I was just like, Do you have any matches? And she goes, She like rolls her eyes. I was like, No, that was my first boob. And she's like, What? And I was like, First boob I ever saw was on your matchbook. It's weird. She goes, Oh, that's hilarious. And then she like gave me a bunch. And after I explained it, it was less creepy. Let me just ask. It was more creepy movies. when you
1: asked for matches. It was. But we're like, No, 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 it's to exploit women. She's like, Oh, yes, right I'm here. Like, well, and that,
0: and that <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't know why
1: they've, they've only bought this photo, but. Maybe it's like. I. Is that? Do we know who that is? Like, do you I know who no that idea. is? I wonder I, if she's like Dick's wife, or maybe like Jesus. Dick's first crush, or something.
0: Potentially, that'd be interesting. If anyone works at Dick's Rest Resort, please. Get in I, touch. Well,
1: you know, I can I can get more information. I have a really good friend that's a hostess there, and no it made way. so much sense. Um, and here is our segue to religion. Ooh-hoo. The first time, oh, we, yeah. the first time we met, she um, found out that like I was. Um, I had moved. I had just moved to Vegas like six months prior and she found out I was at a party and she found out that like I was here to start a church or whatever. Yep. And she like be like be lined it straight to me really to yell at me about oh. like how she's an atheist. And she she was inebriated, she was all these different things and like we're actually really good friends to this day. Yeah. Because the first thing that she yelled at me was that she was an atheist and she like doesn't understand why to come to Vegas to start a church. And then we were taught like wait, I'm just I d I, I welcome those kind of conversations. Oh, I, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely into I'm conversing. I'm definitely into talking points out rather than just shutting, one's down, shutting one down for their belief system. So I definitely want to have those kind of conversations. Yeah. But like later on in the conversation, we're talking about where we're working and she mentioned that she works at Dix. And I was like, that is like the perfect place for you. Yeah, like that is And amazing. she still works there and she's, and she's godless, wonderful. Megan, if you're listening, I'm going to make sure she finds this podcast. But, you
0: godless heathen. That's yeah. what it is that you work at Dicks. <laughs> No, that's no. that is the best. Um, you know what's funny is is and again totally without uh, you know meaning to. Um, my guest tomorrow is a uh, pastor. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, uh, he works with Downtown Faith.
1: Oh, very cool. With? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, so he'll be on the show tomorrow. I was actually on his podcast. Oh, right um, on. Called Downtown Faith, okay. uh, Jeremy, um, a little bit ago, and I had a blast. I am. Um, it's so cheesy, but it's really the only thing I can say. I'm The whole spiritual, but not religious, mm-hmm. like the whole structure of the yeah. Catholic Church doesn't appeal to me, but what they're teaching is, is awesome. Yeah, like right I, I'm definitely one of those, and I went to a um, first through eighth grade. I went to a Catholic oh. elementary school, then I went to a Jesuit high school, yeah. and then I went to a public college, so I've been all mm-hmm. over, and it's, yeah, so I... Want to talk more about you came to Vegas to start a
1: church. (laughs) Yeah. Because that is an awesome tagline. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So um, I guess, like, to tell the story a little brief backstory Mm -hmm. on my life. Uh, I was born in Dallas, but raised in Las Vegas when I was one. My father picked up our family and said, Hey, um, we're going to Vegas to start a church. And at the time, he was, um, at that time, he was like the best Ferrari salesman. Um, in the world, he had been really? with, named the number one Ferrari salesman in the world, and like, how fitting for like a car salesman to become a pastor? Because so like, you're you're listen, selling your product, right? You're selling that's the, the word of God. So, but he had a he had this calling, he had this inkling, and he he did not like selling cars. He was sure. just really good at it. Yeah. And I I respect anybody that's some really good at something and they ditch it to go do something that they're mm-hmm. passionate about. Yeah. Um. And my family, like they, my family and close friends. Of his like, got on to him like, dude, like you own several Ferraris. Your family is living the lap of luxury. Like, why would you do this? Why would you pick up, go to Dallas first? They they, no joke. On the way to Dallas, they stop in Tulsa, Oklahoma, to go to uh, Bible school, like a Bible college for a couple semesters. Learn the Bible um, in in the manner of preaching it. So he kind of just brushed up on some stuff. We come to Vegas in '91 um, in a matter of like. 10 years, I'm not kidding. Like, we they the church was called Victory Christian Center, and at the time it was the second largest church in Las Vegas, Nevada. Really? Um, but uh, tragedy struck a few years later when my parents divorced. Mm-hmm. So, just naturally, and I don't blame anybody for doing this, but when the church or when the pastor of your church gets a divorce, you might not want to go to that church anymore. Sure. So, the church just naturally lost members, people started going to different churches. Uh, my mom. Um, moved away to Mississippi where she's from and my dad moves to Dallas. Um, Back to Dallas where we're from. So I'm in Dallas. I'm pulled out of my school that I was going to since like third grade and I'm a junior in high school and not knowing anybody. So um, this kind of plays in what we were talking about earlier. I befriended a bunch of musicians by accident because out in Vegas I was all about sports. In Dallas I just randomly befriended a bunch of musicians. They would give me like a guitar to hang out with them and said, hey, put your fingers here. Strum this. Yeah. Name of my sex tape. Anyways, um, <laughs> no, uh, so they yes. said, um, put your fingers here, strum this. And then after a while, I started learning how to play guitar. Yeah. I learned to play b- all the instruments I know, I've learned how to play by ear, except for the coronet. Um, so, anyways, um, I wanted to follow this music passion of mine. And I started playing like churches. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I got on staff at a very large church and became their youth worship director. Um, and um, then my dad calls me and says, Hey, um, Oh, my dad is on the road now. He's like, he's, traveling doing some road ministry that's right sure. going down to Brazil yeah. going around around the country he wrote a book called uh, divorced but not destroyed available mm-hmm. on Amazon but uh, I, I, was, I have it pulled up right here you really yeah, so yeah he has this book called divorce but not destroyed by Pastor Bob Perry pastor Bob Perry and um, it was a really great book for not only those who've gone f- through divorces but gone through something personal like a sure. personal tragedy yeah and um, but it, he was successful he's on the road and he said David I you know, I, I want to go back to Vegas. I want to finish what we started. And I was like, dude, rock and roll. Have a great time. I love you, man. You're going to do great. Yeah. Because um, at this time in Dallas, like I left the big church to kind of help someone with the startup. So I was kind of in the startup game at that point. Yeah. And he was like, no, I, I want you to come with me. Really? And I was like, oh, heavens. Yeah. Like for <laughs> sure. Like I was in because Vegas. Is where I like that was where I was raised, so to yeah. me, Vegas was home. Yeah, it's Dallas is home. where I learned everything, but mm-hmm. Vegas is where I was raised, it was yep. home. So I was like, for sure. So we took a few months to prepare financially, raise some funds um, for ourselves yeah. to, to actually live off of, and we went in and we moved, we moved out here and we started a church. Our very first service was in a Holiday Inn Express conference room. Oh, really? And we had 11 people. And, uh, yeah, so a few months later, I got a building, and we've been there ever since.
0: That's incredible. Yeah. And you still work with your dad. Yeah, so he
1: he is the uh, senior pastor. I serve as the music pastor. Mm -hmm. Um, For those familiar in the church, it's called worship pastor. Yeah. Um, And I was heavily, heavily involved when we first started because that was all I did. Um, But then... I got a job at this place called Zappos Mm -hmm. and it didn't deter me away from my passion, but it kept me busy. It was, it was my very first like big, big boy corporate job. And, um, so I put a lot more time in an office rather than like growing a church, which is okay. Like my dad and I talked about it. And, uh, so now I'm solely focused on music and he's, he's the senior pastor. And so we're still blowing and going today.
0: That's incredible. I, um, I actually, are you familiar with a, Group called Life Teen.
1: Life Teen. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: It's um, so let me back up. Um, the church that you and your father is a it Baptist, it's
1: non-denominational. non
0: denominational. Oh, awesome. Even better. Yeah. Um, so the Catholic church that I grew, uh, grew up in, Our Lady of Good Council, there was this group called Life Teen who ran the youth stuff. There's actually a five o'clock mass for like mm. teens. Oh, that's cool. And it was huge back in, in, in Plymouth and I sang uh in the band. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I know all of those
1: <laughs> all the good things. Christian
0: there, tunes. There are times too when I'm like flipping through like my radio and there's a Christian station it's like I don't know that song. Like and I straight just listened to it just for like the memories of singing with Oh
1: yeah.
0: I one of my friends went on to go do stuff of Broadway and the other went down to Florida to be like a worship pastor yeah. and that's that's crazy.
1: Yeah, it's it's really cool um, that a lot of my music friends, um, Christian, atheist, agnostic, yeah. a lot, a good amount of them started out playing in the band for their church. I know it, it um, was just
0: an easy way to play.
1: It's it it gave you a weekly stage. Yeah. Um yep. and and not that they were using it as a stage, but it was it's their that it was their performance. Yeah, it was, it was their concert for the week yeah. and and. You just develop that way. Yep. And I think that for anyone that was in that, it conquered their fear of stage, uh-huh, their public yeah. speaking, things like that. And, oh, yeah. Um, I definitely recommend if you have an ounce of music in you... Um, put it to work. Put it, Do, do yeah. something with it. Um, because the cool thing about anything in life, if you continue to practice, you can't get worse. Mm-mm. That's the best thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I love about music specifically because it's such a talent that really a lot of people can bring you know bring up within themselves and a lot of people are like oh well i'm not musically talented i don't i don't buy that That's i don't not a thing. yeah like, i, don't, I, I like that. i don't think anyone i now I, I believe that people are born with certain passions or things from like from when they're very very young but i think i've just i'm more inclined to believe that everyone is born with a clean slate agreed. it's whatever you want to follow agreed yeah yeah and
0: and it's i mean that gift was given to you if you can give back it, Use it somehow. Yeah, for
1: sure. And I I I think that's what I was afraid would happen when I started working at Zappos was that, like, I was no longer able to use my gift. But no, just, you know, opportunity presents itself. I'm still able to do every Sunday um, for church. And then also, like, I've tried to start a few music projects here in Vegas um, because I had a band back in Dallas. Mm -hmm. um, And we did a little bit of, like, traveling and touring. um, But I wanted to do that again in Vegas. And I just.
0: Music I've, scene here is, is different.
1: Yes. Yeah. It's it's different. It's it's strong, it's alive, but it's different. And yeah. um, also the music music scene in general, just music's changing. Music yeah. a lot of music nowadays requires what's on top of your desk right now. Yeah. It requires a computer. Big old and computer. um I, I'm not there yet. Yeah. Um n- not saying that I'm opposed to it, but just for me I'm more along the lines of alternative, you know, rock and roll. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You absolutely. Know, and, um if a like I'm just not on that DJ party train yet.
0: No, i I very, very familiar. But I mean, I really think you, you need the music or you need the computer less for the making of, you need it more for like the marketing of music. Oh
1: no, for sure, for sure. I just meant like, you go to a concert nowadays and yeah, it's more... like, I, I'm not joking when I said I went to like a bar the other day um, for just a drink and they had live music there and it was a dude with his computer and he was playing like beats and yeah. like singing over it. And I was like, "This is karaoke." You're <laughs> this just is- saying, this isn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, and i and, and so that's what I mean. Like, of course, like me, the computer is necessary in every everyday life. Oh yeah. Um, but right. I'm just saying, if it's a live performance, I'd much rather hear from the instruments, like this one you have over here. Yes, A little yeah. guitar right here.
0: Yes, actually, that is a a, a, a Zappa's list pur- or a Z-list purchase or Z list purchase.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that's changed. That name is like it's been like Z List, Zap List, Zap List, uh, Zappos, uh, Craigslist, yeah, DL or discounts DL, like all these different things. I'm like, I don't know which one to go to. If you ever want to sell anything, you have to put it on on all four markets. (laughs) (laughs) Someone put a lamp, and so anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about, Z-List, Zap List, whatever, is like a, a Craigslist for Zaponians. Yeah, and someone, I'm not joking when I say this, it's the funniest thing. He he's trying to sell a lamp, and he just put good lamp. <laughs> and it was just so – What I was like, if Ron Swanson yeah. sold something, that's exactly good what he lamp. would put. Good lamp.
0: Yes. This is a table.
1: <laughs> it, just, it just
0: works. Ron Swanson's very good construction company. This <laughs> is the best.
1: I love it. What was the um, – what was the name of like where he would go eat, but buy his tools or buy his meat and tools? Oh, um, like it was some food and stuff. Food and stuff. <laughs> it's where you buy your food, food and your and stuff. stuff. <laughs> I was just, I, I, oh man, I love Ron Swanson. That and is a great show. It 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 is such a good show. Are you watching anything right now? Um, well,
0: besides we just watched the first couple episodes of What Hot American Summer <laughs> Ten Years Later, and it is all over the place. Crazy.
1: It, it is nutty, and I, I just told josh this a few minutes ago but um i did not know that wet hot american summer was a movie that makes it so uh, much better <laughs> so i watched the wet hot american summer first year of or, camp, yeah, first, first day of summer first day of summer first day of summer not getting any of the jokes well I, I have no idea what's going on i don't know it's a movie so I'm, I'm watching this on netflix a few years ago and i'm like why why is like amy poehler and Paul Rudd and Bradley Cooper. Like, why, yeah, all this are these is a cheap, giant like, chaos? Yeah. Why are all these people like in this show, but they're like playing like 15-year-olds? Like Part <laughs> of me is creeped out. Part of me is intrigued. It is all over the place. Someone has turned into a can of vegetables. And I'm just like watching, like, not knowing what's going on, but I'm enjoying it. That's and then I find amazing. out that they're making like a sequel. like, Oh, 10 years later. Oh, cool. That makes sense. Um, and then I realized, oh my god, it was a movie. It was a movie. All of this came from one movie. Because <laughs> the whole ten years later is it,
0: the, the, one of the running jokes is yeah. that they wanted to have a ten year reunion. So this is I felt, them playing twenty five year olds. I felt dumb. Dumbed, like dumb. It is okay. And actually, it, it was a sleeper cult hit. It wasn't. It wasn't popular. It didn't. It was popular on Comedy Central. It was like one of those movies that they always played.
1: Yeah, it just and it sounded familiar when it came on Netflix. I was like, I've heard, I've heard this before, but maybe I hadn't. You know, just like I heard of this, but oh, I guess this is what I heard of, even though this is brand new to me. Um, Another movie kind of like that, also featuring Paul Rudd and Amy Poehler. I don't know if you've seen this because I hadn't until um, a few months ago. It's called They Came Together. Have you seen They Came Together? Anyone watching? this podcast by watching. I mean, listening, look, <laughs> it's a very up, visual medium. look, <laughs> look up. They came together. It's starring Paul Rudd and Amy Poehler with a whole bunch of cameos, whole bunch of cameos. It's a romantic and it's, comedy. Right? It's a romantic comedy. It's a romantic satirical comedy. Yes. And fun of romantic comedy, making fun of yeah. romantic comedies. I had never heard of it ever. Really? And then I watched it and the whole time, half the movie I'm saying, how have I never heard of this? Yeah. And I'm am I'm, I'm just dying because they do a really good job of just being over the top romantic comedy, um, and it, it's just great. Um, they like play
0: into all the tropes. I, I do remember seeing the trailer for it. Yeah,
1: and yeah, and it, even the name they came together. That's yeah. such a romantic comedy <laughs> title. I just I loved it. And they have so many great uh, one-liners that it just it blows my mind. And okay, so know.
0: so. That's your pick of the week. That's your go out and watch. Right
1: now, if you're able to go watch, I'm sure, I know that there are a billion more movies that are more beneficial <laughs> for you, but I guess my pick of the week um, would be that movie. Um, you asked me what I'm watching right now, besides what we just watched out there, which I'm going to continue when I go home, because I have to. Um, there's two shows I'm always binging. Okay. Um, it's my fall asleep shows. Um, it's I'm on probably my fourth or fifth watching of The Office Oh, of course. And um, the other movie that I fall asleep to—it's either Netflix or, or Netflix or Hulu. Am I in the mood for no commercials or commercials? Yeah. Um, so my Netflix is at *The Office*. My Hulu binge is um, a show called *Community*.
0: I, my roommate and I, Jesse, yeah. are just getting to the season where they came back. So, like, the, uh, the the Yahoo episodes. Okay,
1: so, like, season six. We just got to season okay. six. Okay. So, you guys, have you been watching it up to this point, or are you just, yeah. like, randomly said, let's watch season six?
0: No, no, no. We've been watching it together. How do you From guys the feel? From the beginning. I. The first couple episodes have been weird. Yeah. Uh, and I want to finish it, but I, I mean, I, I love... No, I mean, like, how do you feel about the whole series? Oh, well? the whole series? I love it. It's incredible. Yeah. I had seen the first, ep- like, season when it came out and, like, live aired. And then I fell off the tracks and, and didn't watch any more of it. Um, and then when I heard Dan Harmon left, I was like, well, no, okay, now I'm not going to watch it. Yeah. And then he came back, and then I went to Yahoo, and so now I'm finally sitting down and watching the whole thing. It's like Arrested Development. I did that recently it, yeah. last year. Mm. I finally sat down and watched all of it because I hadn't seen any of it.
1: You wait, you hadn't seen Arrested Development? No,
0: I didn't watch it all on TV. I, I, my first introduction to it was Netflix.
1: Yeah, I, well, I never watched it on TV. I, so Arrested Development was my very first binge, and this was on Hulu when Hulu had literally one 15 second commercial. That's all you'd Just do, at the beginning. At the beginning when the you beginning. watched the show. Yes, I was like, I'm in. Like, this is amazing. Yep. I watched all three seasons probably in about a week, um, because back in 2009, you had other things to do besides binging. Like, yeah. binging was new, oh, so yeah. like you had other things to do. So it took you a week to binge three seasons. It wasn't appropriate <laughs> if you to sit in your home all day exactly. <laughs> like even I felt worse watching yeah. after a while. Um, but I can, I, order, or I can only order pizza so many times. Ex- exactly, and I, I fell in love with it immediately. Um, And then, of course, they made season four, which is mixed. They're making season five. I'm so excited. Um, But a little bit back to community. um, I love community because, first of all, Dan Harmon's a genius. Oh, Um, absolutely. The show itself, on its face, like when you first watch it, Mm -hmm. you watch the first three episodes and you're like, okay, standard NBC comedy, like whatever. It's funny, I guess. I
0: totally get what they're getting for exactly. But
1: once they establish themselves, you have all the characters, the show goes wild. And they have these weird concept episodes of paintballing, the video game episode. Uh, You're going to have a few more here in season six that you see. And it's just it's so much fun because this is a show about a community college. That is like no one else's Community mm-hmm. college experience In their life And it, it's just so wonderful And it has so many Great actors at the time I want to I want to think that Dan Harmon knew What he was doing By getting Chalice Gambino Before it was Charles Gambino Oh 100%. Getting um, Joel McHale Like in his I think that was his prime Like he was it doing The Soup Absolutely was. And yeah. I, what is I don't know what he's doing now
0: He did like part, Was he in Party Down? No, I don't remember. But he, yeah, he was just at like
1: like he would like the height. A, yeah, like you would watch if you were a casual fan it's because of Joel McHale. Yeah, um, you had, um, Allison Brie. Allison Brie, who's in Glow right mm-hmm. now on Netflix. Have you watched it? I've yes. I demolished it. You, just I love Matt, Mark through. Marin and oh, I yes. love
0: Allison Brie, so I finished that in a day. Nice. I, it was so good. I love wrestling too, so it was oh, oh perfect. Oh man, it was so good. Perfect. I have a lot of friends who are wrestling fans who are mm. against it, and just like yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I have a lot of <laughs> friends who like don't like wrestling who also don't get it. Yeah. But I, I just, what it is so good. It
1: it I so I'm only halfway in, so no spoilers. No, um, it's, and and it's absolutely. such an interesting style of show yep. that I I have to keep watching. It's so good. I I, I love it. Um, another uh, John Oliver is on Community on a few seasons. Um, yeah. Senor Chang, played by um, Ken Jung Ken Jung. Um which was kind of his introduction to us. Like, yeah. It
0: was it was that's even before the hangover. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so
1: you have all these characters, of course, like Chevy Chase, which is like your great, hilarious, yeah. old man racist, like just saying whatever he wants and when not, not, not yeah. knowing that he's saying anything bad.
0: <laughs> when they introduced that character, I was just like, and he's okay with this? This yeah. is amazing.
1: <laughs> I am so into this. I, it just, it was, it's wonderful. So and I, I love rewatching it because there's just some jokes that you just don't get the first time around. Yeah. And then you watch it. And it, you were talking about during Wet Hot American Summer, you said this is like too meta for its own good. Yeah, it And is. That, <laughs> that sometime is community. Um, oh, and then of course, um, Abed, uh, Danny Pudi. Danny Pudi. Um, yeah. He's exploded since. Oh, yeah. He's, he's actually
0: in a new uh, show coming
1: out called The Guest Book. Okay. I, I hope that's better than the show that he was on. He was on NBC. It was like a DC show, like Powerless. Powerless. He,
0: he it was just like he was playing the adult version of his community character. They yeah, didn't do, they didn't give him enough difference.
1: Well, and, like and I don't blame it on him. I blame on I blame on the show. The show just Agreed. wasn't that good. Yeah,
0: I don't think so. Which I so I love the premise of Powerless. Mm-hmm. Like they work at like you know they as Wayne Enterprise and it's like the, in the day of, but they're too far removed from DC for it yes. to like be good enough for me to like totally be invested i i liken it to like have you seen, have you seen the show superstore
1: that dude i'm that's so funny that you say that because i was literally about to say it is like i'm pretty sure they use like the same camera filter because yeah. it's so bright it's so shiny super, it, it's like super
0: superstore or like better off ted yeah where it's just aggressively bright and happy <laughs> but almost to make you like ignore the crappy that's going on yeah like oh man
1: you you know Superstore I like Superstore I love Um, Superstore the first season I was like this is too campy yeah um but then I I got into I I, kind of fell for the characters they did
0: a really good job of sucking you into the character. yeah Yeah. and it was the only workplace comedy at the time so I was like I'll watch it because like Parks had just did it Parks had just ended yeah so I was like okay I'll watch it it's a new situational comedy but it's they do a great job
1: You know what I think NBC does a good job at? Um, They do a good job at non-laugh track shows. Yes. Because right now I just feel like all the biggest shows on CBS, number one, family, blah, 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 like – I'm not I'm not a big Bang Theory guy I know a lot of people are have, theory, take off a lot of people men, like it just like, I'm, that's not my style same. and I don't think it's smart comedy I don't I don't I don't no. think it's funny but anyways but those are big laugh track shows they they encourage you when to laugh you know yeah. they tell you when you should be laughing what I like about NBC there's a point where NBC to me had like the powerhouse of comedy night it was I'm, like, it was amazing it was it led in with uh, third 30 rock. The, the Office, office yeah. Community, Parks and Rec. Yep. And those were the, you'd watch them back to back to you, back. Like, holy smokes. And it was
0: two hours of me just sitting down to watch NBC. Exactly. And that's when they had me sucked in. And I think the other cool thing is I think Community came at the right time because it pulled stuff from The Office. It yeah. pulled stuff from the beginning of Parks and Rec. Oh, yeah. It pulled stuff from Scrubs. Mm-hmm. Like, it pulled all the best from everyone's favorite <laughs> show and, like, made one big super show.
1: Yeah. I, I love that. And I love – one of my favorite things about Community is – Whenever Abed's making, like, a documentary and someone tries to look at the camera, he says, don't Jim the camera. (laughs) And Jimming the camera, for those who don't know, is when, like, in in the the office, when Jim looks at the camera and, like, kind of makes a smirk. That's Jimming the camera. Now, you mentioned at the beginning of the show, to me, this is before we even started talking on mic, that if there was any interruption... That shots would be had. I've seen your phone go off a couple of times. I know, right?
0: I, I I don't even know. Is it, it like? Is it
1: just lighting up on its own? Or? No,
0: I I've turned the sound off. I was so ingrained and engrossed in our conversation that I didn't want to be you, distracted. You by liar! Rules. I, <laughs> this is if we just keep going at this pace, this will end up being one of the longest episodes because we're already at an hour. No way. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, we're at an hour and a minute.
1: I'm so sorry for anyone listening that. Not, just, if you're still listening, thank you. I,
0: I'm not even in the least. <laughs> um you know what I think this is probably a good spot to to pause for now okay do a little you, shot shot action let's let's do a little shot ski okay let's get our brains back on right and cool. we'll be back in a minute awesome all right we're back David will you sing us back in
1: <laughs> n- 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 noodle with Josh yeah. all right
0: we're back we uh we've we poured our shots um
1: you've you've requested Seagram I did Seagram First time I poured a Seagram shot on the show. Really? Yeah. You awesome. Um, I did Seagram because to me, I actually didn't even see that you had Crown as well, but <laughs> Seagram Sorry, bud. is similar to Crown in the sense that they're both very, very good in my favorite uh, drink of all time. Which is? It's actually a drink called the Vegas Bomb. Really? And so it's actually a shot. Um, Vegas Bomb consists of Crown, Peach Nops, and Red Bull. And I'm a for those who know me, I'm a huge soda fan, like huge carbonated beverage fan. Same. Um, Oh, really? Same? Because you had no soda in your fridge. I had.
0: (laughs) I just finished that 12-pack Coke, (laughs) and I sacrificed my soda and wings to give you soda and wings. Oh my
1: god, you're so awesome! I appreciate (laughs) you. Um, So, I am actually literally
0: as soon as we finish, gonna go buy a, a Coke. Because I have like you know like that need yeah. to have that carbonated absolutely it's been all day it's been bugging me dude next
1: me. next time if we're able to do this again let's let's share a beverage share bev like besides like obviously we're doing shots right now but like share a coke we'll we'll even snap it on like so we, people can hear like um but I'm a huge soda fan and so when I first got into like trying adult beverages yeah. I hated everything I didn't like a single thing of course and um. Everyone's like beer, and I'm like no, and they're like wine, and I'm like ah, uh. too slow, A- and then they're like girly drinks, and I was like yeah, like, <laughs> sugar, so, sugar and carbonated So someone, soda. someone was like, hey, try this. The shot with me and it's a bomb so it's a yeah. big old shot and I was like nah like no no trust me so I took it and I was like oh my god this is delicious you like this is sugar so, with sugar <laughs> sugar with and sugar and it inebriates you um, so whenever I go to bars and stuff it's I'll ask for the Vegas bomb but I'll say on the rocks so I can drink it as a cocktail Really? because um, my best friend that I go drinking with he always gets ginger Jameson so I'm not about to go to a bar with my friend and he orders ginger, Jam- ginger Jameson and I order A Vegas bomb, and I just shoot a bomb, (laughs) and he and he like he's sipping (laughs) on his ginger Jameson So I asked for it on the rocks. That way I can drink it as a cocktail, and it has the same alcohol content. We're all sipping at the same pace, and it's fine, and it tastes delicious. Um, So all that to say, one day the bar I went to was at a Crown, and they're like, "Well, we have Seagram," and I was like, "Is it the same?" And the bartender's like, "I feel like it might be." So we tasted it, and he was blown away. I was blown away, and it was cheaper. Really. so Seagram 7, if anyone listening, if you're making a Vegas bomb and you do not have Crown but you have Seagram, use it.
0: I have Crown. I have peach schnapps <gasps> in, in my other bar in the kitchen.
1: Do you have Red Bull? I don't have Red Bull. So so next time, so I'm going to come, so I brought wings this time. Next time, <laughs> I'm going to bring some soda and,
0: and some Red Bull. Stop bringing things. This isn't enough Back to you—that this is constitutes <laughs> me giving you something. I, you opened up your—you
1: opened up your your casting couch to me, and I did. You, you. I you, didn't ask you to take your pants off, but I appreciate it. <laughs> they were already off, um, but you let me watch uh, some Netflix with you, which I thought was cool because, like, when we talked about like doing this, and I came over. I was. My vision was, I'm going to come. You're going to open the door. You're going to lead me to this room and say, let's talk. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't that. we. Uh, I brought wings. We yeah, sat yeah. on the couch. We watched not one, but yeah. two episodes of, of, of a show. And I feel like we may watch more when we're done. I'm not, not sure sh- what your bedtime is. <laughs> um, but like you opened up your home to me so you're opening up your home to me the least I could do is bring something um, oh, so you're, you're incredible and this is all a roundabout way of saying <laughs> let's take our shot shots
0: alright cheers bud sticking with the Malibu because it doesn't put me on a commission for five minutes yummy coughing afterwards <laughs> oh
1: oh I think there's a little fernet mixed in there why? Ooh. How did that I happen? You had Fernet in that glass In a glass Okay, I thought you meant in the bottle And I was like, Fernet oh. <laughs> One does simply not put Fernet in a Malibu bottle <laughs> No,
0: it just appears
1: man. man, I don't know how y'all drink Fernet one t- I've only drank Fernet one time And that was because there's a very powerful man in downtown Las Vegas <laughs> that likes Trinette, and he literally handed me a shot of it, and I'm not going to say no. I know it's his favorite drink, and just like if I'm ever a man in power one day and I hand someone a Dr. Pepper, you better drink it with me. You better drink so, it with Dr. Pepper with you. So he handed it to me, I, I drank it, and I promise you, any sort of, like, congestion or anything I had in my head was gone. Like, that stuff is liquid Vicks. <laughs>
0: and that's what they say. They're like, it's a digestive. When you have to think of a like a pitch for booze to get people to drink it, yeah, it's not good booze. But this stuff did literally every time I tell someone about it, I'm just like, it'll clear your sinuses. I have told the story before, but I was in Chicago. I was eating shitty bar food. My stomach was all, you know. I was talking to the bartender, and he's like, "Here, have a shot of this. It'll make you feel better." And I shoot it, and it was fernet. I was like, "Oh, I've had that before." And he's like, just wait. And like, literally five minutes later, I was like, oh shit, that really helped. Like, really? Yeah. So it
1: helped like settle your stomach yeah. a little bit? Mm-hmm. How interesting. And, yeah. and that's what I love about like certain alcohols. They just have like some, just some little tricks to the trade behind yeah. there that might make you feel a little better or, or worse.
0: Or worse. Yeah. That, that one, that Fernet's basically like, um, it's like organic Jaegermeister.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Because the people who drink Fernet do it at the frequency of the people who drink Jaeger drink Jaeger. And they push it like you would push Jaeger. Yeah. Yeah. Just what It's like one's McDonald's and the other one's Whole Foods. <laughs> do,
1: you, do you ever feel like people who are behind a certain alcohol, I don't mean behind, but someone that likes a certain alcohol, yeah. they have a strange like affiliation with it. Like, if you don't drink this, you're dead to me kind of thing. Yes. Like,
0: <laughs> I, if someone says, I drink this specifically... It's, it's A, usually for a weird reason, but B, like, <laughs> it's what only thing they offer me, and if I don't like it, they have a problem with it.
1: And that's what I, I can't stand, because, um, like, I'm a huge sports fan. I'm not going to be mad at you if you're not a Dallas Cowboys fan. Yeah. I'm only going to be mad if you have no reason to hate on the Dallas Cowboys. Sure. And you do. I I understand not everyone is going to like a Vegas bomb, yeah. but if you're going to sit there and hate on it, like one time, and for instance, I went to a, a bar... Very popular establishment in Las Vegas called P.T.'s. Mm-hmm. For the sake of their privacy, I won't mention which one, but it was one of the 50 here in the Las Vegas area. <laughs> and um, a gentleman sitting next to me, like, he made fun of my drink. What's and cool? I w- and he called it a, a drink for uh, wussies with a P. And, uh, po-wussies. And, um, <laughs> <P-wussies>. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I was just sitting there like, man, like, what did I do to this guy? He just sucked. What the hell? And so my natural inclination was just because I'm I'm a playful guy. So yeah. like you call me that, like I'm I'm with my girlfriend, so I'm not going to like make a big deal of it. And Correct. I think he's joking, but I'm 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 kind of you know like well, what are you drinking? And he mentions like oh I'm drinking Jack and Coke, and it's like what's like just, what what is the difference? Yeah, you're drinking a whiskey and soda. I'm drinking a whiskey and uh and an energy drink. You know yeah, like it's like the I'd, exact same thing. Now if for some reason. If for some reason you gave me a very strong case of why like you hate Red Bull and you hate Crown and you hate Peach Schnapps, then I'll like I'll listen to you. Like okay, cool. Like the the inventor of Peach Schnapps like stole your dog yeah. and the <laughs> give me proof <laughs> and Red Bull never gave you wings <laughs> and uh, you lost your royalty to someone else in Crown Royal. I don't know. Like I know like right. You have real reasons. Okay, cool. But just to say that it's a it's a pee drink. Um, Come on, like. That, that, there's no there's no reason to do that. It's just he has this strange affiliation with Jack and Coke that he's superior to everyone else. And and also, like, he looks down on those who don't drink that drink. And I, I know a lot of other people that are like that with the yeah. specific alcohol. And that just makes me think that they haven't tried anything else.
0: I know. And we're not – I mean, you're not saying that, like, if you like whiskey, I don't want to hear about it. You're saying yeah. don't make fun of my choice on how I consume whiskey. A-
1: exactly. Like, you, you're passionate about something – Rock and roll. Let's talk about it, but don't put me down in the process of you being something passionate about.
0: And you're not allowed to default to saying I'm passionate about putting you down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but even then, we can talk about it. Like, yeah. cool. Where does that come from? It's like, why? Why man. are you passionate about that? <laughs> I find that my closest friends put me down the most, and what they don't realize is that they're lifting me up. So, yeah, <laughs> <they> love you. <laughs> Joke, jokes on the jokes on all of them. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, a really funny. Um, meme that I saw today and I'm pulling out my phone because I can't remember word for word but I, I said it to uh, someone who's a big Star Wars fan and <laughs> yeah. it was a um, it was a meme of Darth Vader and it says uh, strong people don't put others down they lift them up but it has a picture of Darth Vader choke holding somebody and like <laughs> lifting them up so it's that picture right there. That is amazing. And it has the little like what are the signs on the bottom there Those little logos like, yeah, it's like for the, the uh, Imperial. It, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's amazing so strong people don't put others down they lift them up via a chokehold so my, my, my friends they think they're putting me down but they're just lifting me up and for anyone that encourages me what they don't realize is that they're sending me into a sinkhole of depression so. <laughs> that, it's
0: a very dangerous tightrope walk with you.
1: <laughs> don't you dare compliment don't me. you dare
0: tell me you like my slacks <laughs> I will cut myself
1: <laughs> I'm, I, I've never seen a a therapist in my life. I have seen, uh, like, a psychologist one time because my parents were getting divorced and I had to go see one to, to, to let them determine who I wanted to live with mm. at age 13 because I've, I, I told them who yeah. I wanted to live with and they, they didn't believe me so I had to go to a psychologist. But anyways, I've never been to a therapist like on my own but I feel like if I were to ever go and tell them I'm just tired of people being nice to me. <laughs> I want to know what they, I want to know what they would say. Like would I they would start love, being mean to me? Yeah. Like if I said hey these these scars on my wrists like these are from like nice things people have said to me would they supposed, be like yeah. well you suck then. You know no, like
0: Well <laughs> <no>, crap. <laughs> I don't know where Check, to go with this one. They say checkmate
1: and they like do you even know have to pay for this session <laughs> just get out of my office
0: they just stand up they just rip their diploma in half and that, means, <laughs> <laughs> that means
1: you've won <laughs> I, I have defeated the therapist yeah that's um, that's how you win I dated the girl one time who was uh, at the time getting her master's in psychology and um, that's, just man whoa I for sure absolutely but I was young and naive and she had a nice butt anyways we were um I was like breaking up with her like didn't want to date her anymore and she like responded she's like i think the effects of your parents divorce are limiting you from committing to a relationship oh, and i was just i had to be like dude do not blame my parents <laughs> divorce on me not liking you anymore you know like if, if anything that's just going to push me away but like that's the closest i ever got to life therapy was like my girlfriend while breaking up with her, you that know, whole, g- yeah. gave me a session. And then and then I had to, like, go back and, like, think about, like, how often was she psychoanalyzing me, you e- know? Every minute. And I was day. dumb back then. I was, you know, I was, like, late teens, early 20s, and I was a dumb kid, so I hope that no one was psychoanalyzing me.
0: She was psychoanalyzing you in, in the hopes of fixing you because a lot of people who go into that profession mm. are looking to fix other people to help fix themselves.
1: Yeah, and that's like a fine line, though. Like, yeah. and I, 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 feel like it's almost it could be torturous for them. Like, imagine a therapist going home to his wife, and 100%. and trying to turn that that side of his brain off yeah. and just have a relationship, this, because every word he hears from his clients are, are means something that he can like write down on a notepad and and analyze yeah. but where do you draw that line and, I, and I'm, I'm very glad that it's not a field that i'm in and I, and I feel for the i'm not i'm i was never mad i'm not mad at that girl that yeah. that did that to me um i think we're still pals today um but like in general you know where is that line with that person and and how
0: can you ask them to turn it off i i, I bring this up because my mother is actually a uh, therapist um, I'm sorry
1: if I said anything inappropriate
0: <laughs> <recently>. <laughs> not in a little bit it was the Seagram <laughs> no, she, yeah right no not in a little bit it, it, I 100% agree because there are times where um, she'll call me and we'll have an argument and I'll have to be oh. like hey you, you, you gotta switch to mom mode because right now you're in therapist mode and I don't want to talk to a therapist
1: and, and that's, that's something that's so fascinating because my, my father's a pastor yeah um, and I, I love m- my dad with all my heart Um, But there are some times where I feel like he's preaching. Yeah. Preaching at me and not even like... It doesn't have to be religious based. He's just going on this tangent. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, like I know the tone that you're using right now. You, you use it on Sunday mornings. <laughs> you're like bring this back down. <laughs> I need you like to talk to me and you need but, that conversation. But some, some of my most important conversations in my life have been with my, with my father and it was in a fatherly tone. Yeah. Um, but there's some if I get him riled up, you know, if we're talking about yep. something that gets him riled up, and that's understandable, but like for you, I feel like like have you ever wondered like if you never caught that, like, oh my, like, if you hang up with her and go, oh my God, she was just therapizing me.
0: I, um, there were a couple times when I was younger that I could, I would definitely sense it. Mm-hmm. So once I, it's almost like a shift in what the question is. It's like, what are you doing versus how are you doing? Mm. It's very similar oh, questions, yeah. but one is from a mom's point of view, and one of them is from, like, a therapist's point of view. And I absolutely love my mom with all my heart. She's the reason I am the way I am today. Yeah. But there are times where I'm just, like, "You hang it up. Hang it <laughs> up. I-, I, need, I need mom. I don't need the therapist. I don't-. So it, it, you're absolutely right. I, I don't, um, and especially in the case of your dad, too, I, I don't envy them for needing to, like, switch off yeah. the whole – I. Uh, But I think it affects a lot of people who use communication as their skill because I have an ex um, uh, who's now one of my very best friends who knows there's two sides of Josh. There's Josh and then there's PR Josh. Mm. And PR Josh is always smiley and happy and can talk his way into anything. And there's a normal Josh who has emotions and feelings and thoughts and should be like, stop being PR Josh. I need normal Josh. And it's – yeah, because I can – switch it on and put on a mask you yeah. be a totally different person and I forget to take it off sometimes when I'm talking to her so or talking to anybody so that,
1: that's so that's so interesting and and now it for what it's worth yeah your demeanor right now mm-hmm. versus when I walked in the door a couple hours ago with wings to watch Netflix <laughs> it's not much different um, no. and I'm, I'm and I'm not to say that you're a PR guy when you do your podcast or that you're a PR guy when I walked in but like at least from what I can see consistency and, and maybe yeah. it could have been what your girlfriend said, you know, like to help you kind of work on that to be either more consistent or be one or the other. Yeah. Um, but we all have, we all have the actor inside of us. We oh, all yeah. have, I, I, I know personal friends of mine that if, if they're on the phone with somebody their their pitch goes up to octaves. Yeah, they hey, sound- how's it going? Oh, Hey, what's going on? <laughs> if they're in an interview, yeah. all of a sudden they're just a totally different person. Yep. Um, and, for me, um, so <laughs> I'm trying to like figure out if I should say this or not. I'm just gonna say it. Okay, so I like adding cuss words to worship music. I, okay, I, and not in public as no, a joke. Sure. I, I pick up a guitar with my friends. We'll be singing songs, they're just joking along, and like I'll just add a cuss word to it. And my favorite cuss word to add to worship music is "mother effer," mm-hmm. just for no reason. There and um, do you have a good example you can sing for me? I know you're thinking of it. So there's a song. Um, are, are, is this loud? Like, are songs loud on your thing? Like, is this? Yeah. St- it's you not know, monetary. You know. So like, no, I'm not playing the song. You're just gonna sing. Part it's of just it. To sing part of it. That's true. Okay. So yeah, there's a song. It. Um, it 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 goes like this. It's like the natural version's like a thousand times I fail. Still your mercy remains. And so that's just that's the the first verse. So I go a motherfucking thousand times I fail, still your fucking mercy remains and so stuff like that. And um, so the chorus is like everlasting your light will shine when all else fades. So I'm like everlasting your motherfucking light will shine when all else motherfucking fades. Things like that. You just add motherfucking to everything. Yeah, of course. And I'm I'm not really a cussy person but adding MF see I don't even, I can't even say it right you now mean, it has to be normally. it has to be in Christian song yeah. only that I cuss but anyways um So I do that for a lot. I do that for joking for a lot of friends And so they asked me like David aren't you like you're con- you're conditioning yourself to to cuss in in worship music Are you afraid <laughs> that you're gonna do it on a Sunday morning? Um in front of the church and I say no like because I'm able to control that part yeah. of myself yep, um because you and I, I don't put on a different face for a church, but I there's sensitivity there. Yeah, like I know I I, I I feel like I am the same person to you that I am to the eight year old lady at my church, I'm just more sensitive to what mm-hmm. we can talk about. I'm not going to say motherfucker. Know your to audience. The, to exactly, know your audience. Know your audience. But you can be the same person. You just got to know your audience. Yeah, of course. Um, you
0: can, there's a thousand different ways you can say the one sentence to you know, a thousand different people. And, and I, I'd say, too, I've learned to – my issue stemmed from my default was my PR face. Mm-hmm. It was like the whole – tell everyone what they want to hear, make everyone feel good. Uh, you know, I'm happy, you're happy. And I had to switch to being like, my default needs to be Josh. And I need to use that as a weapon. So that, that's how I look at it. It's like, yeah, I'll literally be able to like close my eyes, snap, and then I'm a totally different person. Yeah. And I can, you know, get whatever. But yeah, I totally know what you mean. you are like conditioning yourself.
1: Yeah, I, I, absolutely. And I think that sometimes it, if you can master like conditioning yourself. Like you can master knowing your audience. Yeah. You can be the same person everywhere. But yeah. the problem with that is people will think you're fake. And I ran into this at our workplace at yeah. our, at, or a, a, a workplace that we once shared. Um, at this workplace, you know, we go through a training class for the first like 30 days. right? Yeah. So I, I was with this one girl that was in my training class and we never sp- spoke too often or she was always – Kind of hanging out from afar But she knew who I was Sure She came up to me I'm not joking Like a few months ago She came up to me This was a year And like Eight months ago At this time Because we're over two years now But a year and eight months ago After training She comes up to me And she goes Hey I want to apologize about something I said what's up And she said During our training class I thought you were the fakest person I've ever met Really And I was like Yeah my first reaction Really Oh okay (laughs) And Uh And And I, I don't know what to say next because then I was – I thought she would be like, and I was right. You know, yeah, <laughs> like, I don't you know. still <laughs> <sir>. <laughs> Um But, no, she was like – but, like, just knowing you as long as I have and seeing you interact with people and and being with you in private or in public, like, you are always the same person. Yeah. And I just want to let you know I appreciate that. That's amazing. And I was like, dude, that's awesome. Like, thank you so much. For, like, Because yeah. that's such a cool compliment to receive because she did not have to say that. No, of course but not. She, but she had an ill thought and she wanted to, like – rectify it which is super awesome but yeah. it, it kind of goes back to what like if you learn to treat everyone the same but know their limits mm-hmm. and just be the same person and be consistent sometimes people may mistake that for you being fake yeah um, or being
0: two-faced and yeah saying exactly one, to one person and exactly translating it differently to another mm-hmm. but no you're you just know your audience yeah. better than other people do
1: and when you're able to do that um, it, it really opens up a lot of doors to it, it relieves a lot of stress yeah. Not one moment am I on stage for church f- Worried about like Breaking or yeah. f- or faking um, Just as I'm not afraid to be here with you And yeah. worried about like putting on like Well do I need to give them Zappos David Do I need to give them like Drinky David Do I need to give them Christian amazing. David Because we covered everything from yeah. From work to drinks to church And if you're just the same person You know, I I feel like there may be some people that might listen to this and say, Oh, I didn't know that David was like that. Or, you know, I I feel like if whenever this gets shared, you know, there's a great chance my family may listen to this. Mm -hmm. I don't think they've ever heard me say the word MF. (laughs) <laughs> let alone in christian song. <laughs> While singing in christian so, song. So, but like at the same time, you know, if if that's the worst thing that they get out of this, then I guess we're pretty good. Oh no, we're talking about we're talking about po- boobs.
0: Boobs and fun. I I just want everyone who um, listens to this and works at at Zappos to just print out photos of Melissa Milano and put them all over <laughs> David's desk. <laughs> <laughs> Topless or not, that's your choice, but no, um yeah. I uh, totally get what you're talking about, and I think this is the perfect spot for us to to pause this one, mm-hmm. because we're, you're going to be on the show more, that's and cool. we're going to continue talking about, um, I think you brought up something, it, it's knowing your audience, it really just comes back to that, I think knowing your audience and knowing how to transition yourself to be able to speak, I think that's something that we need to dive into, yeah. and I um, you know, I, this may be a little bit, because um, I miss my previous employer. Uh, I would absolutely love to have a show where you and uh, our um, co-friend, friend we both have, Jason Crank, I think the three of us on the podcast would be
1: quite entertaining. Dude, um, that is wonderful. He and I were just texting, or he called me today, oh, believe really? it or Not yeah. Um, And for those of you who don't know Jason, he is the coolest, most genuine Guy, I know that that's what
0: it it's uh, genuine. It's, it's aggressively
1: to... genuine, not on purpose. He just yeah. is. Yeah, and he's he's not af- he's not afraid um to be himself in a climate today where being yourself might be offensive. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I believe that this is going to happen. That we're all three going to be on the show. So I'm going to tease something real quick. If that's okay. Yeah, of course. Next time. Uh, by your own declaration, this is going to happen. Yeah. When Jason Crank and I are on the show, we may tell we may tell you the story involving Donald Trump papers around Zappos campus. Okay. That's all I'll say. That's all, all right. I'll say. That's, but <laughs> I
0: am now incredibly <laughs> intrigued jason if you're listening send me your schedule let's let's (laughs) figure this out we'll make it happen you've been talking to jason figure out a time that you guys are both free and Mm -hmm. i'm i'm here yeah we're we're
1: actually hanging out um a couple in a couple saturdays for sure for um mcgregor mayweather because he's a big ufc guy um and it'd be a good fight he invited me over and i'm I'm not a UFC nor a boxing guy, but I am so intrigued by this fight. This I'm, a, I love I love yeah. sports, so I yeah. love the idea of taking two different athletes from yep. two different sports and yeah. putting them together um, in in just one arena and just seeing what happens. I'm definitely mm-hmm. in on that. So we're hanging out for that. But I I know, let's just call him after that. Oh, he might be in bed. But let's let's call him after this. Yeah, we'll make mm-hmm. it happen. Right I'm I'm excited and it's really funny. I'll just go ahead and say this. I was going to say this off mic, but. During the break, we were talking about maybe making an, you know another episode or whatever, yep. and you're you're throwing out some different names, and I want I was literally about to say, um, yeah, or let's get on Jason Crank, yeah, but I'm not joking. You overpoured my whiskey shot, and so I was and you totally I, I forgot yeah. I was I was focused on Seagram Seven getting in the way, but God but God makes a way for us to bring it all back around. I
0: I think I have enough microphones that we can even <laughs> add a guest and we can get Parker. Oh.
1: Dude, that that will be pure mayhem.
0: Could you imagine the four of us just talking?
1: I'm I'm nervous for anyone that has to listen to that, but that would be absolutely nuts. But I'm, I'm down for whatever. Thank you so it. much for having me so far, man. So everyone who comes
0: on the show gets to plug something. And I apologize. I saved it to the end. Oh, cool. End no problem. Um, you had some stuff you wanted to talk about
1: um yeah so or dr Segan's pepper it's the <laughs> dallas texas street no i'm just kidding um it's so just, if mr pibb went to college miss <laughs> you have dr pepper dude i i hate it when like someone's like hey like oh i say i want him dr pepper i'm at like chili or something like like oh well, we have mr pibb i'm like yeah give it to me it's the same thing <laughs> but here's what th- that's not what i hate that's with that i hate when i go I'm, I want Dr. Pepper, and they say, "Ooh, we have root beer." What? Not even close. Uh, you should have offered chips and salsa. Like what? I don't understand. Like <laughs> those aren't the same things.
0: That's, that's, I would like a cherry coke. I have like a root bait. Like a root. Wow, I can't say that. Word. You meant root like, canal. You, you want a root canal a root procedure canal? from a dentist? I was trying to say the word rhubarb. It Rhub-
1: <laughs> wasn't coming, to me. dude. And I know, dude, we're tangent city right now. Rhubarb, cherry rhubarb pie. Not oh. your father's root beer oh. So not or sorry, Not your father's Cherry rhubarb pie It's an alcoholic beverage That tastes like rhubarb What? So is you're, is you're familiar that an with actual Not yeah, your not, father's, root, father's root, beer. root beer So they have They've made like Not your mama's Apple pie yeah. Not your father's Ginger ale Now they have a Not your mother's Or not your mama's Whatever Not your mother's Rhubarb pie or not rhubarb. Oh, sorry, rhubarb, cherry rhubarb. Really? It. I'm telling you, it is delicious, and it will get you in trouble because I think it's like six percent alcohol. Done. So if you, that's <laughs> what we're drinking. Yeah, that's what we're yeah, drinking next time. We're, we're mixing we're drink drinks with soft beverages. It's it's wonderful. I love it. Um, plug, plug, plug. Um, oh, uh, we talked a little bit about uh, the church. Um, we are called Abundant Living Las Vegas, mm-hmm. located off of Rainbow and Patrick, um, right there near Rainbow and 215. Where can people go to learn more? Um, they can learn more at Facebook.com slash A-L-L-V. This is the initials for Abundant Living Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, and... You know, I think churches get kind of a bad rap right now, especially in today's day and age. Sure. Uh, people being judgmental, which happens out there in different churches, so I understand. But ju- mm-hmm. just judgmental and, and, and just, you know, too formal, too orthodox. That's not what we are. We are non-denominational. We're accepting of all lifestyles. Um, and we, we just want to have a place weekly where we can share the word of God and hopefully empower your faith. um and please come in jeans and a t-shirt because i'm not wearing anything more fancy than that so (laughs) if you do check it out please
0: i will absolutely say uh and it's a weird thing coming from a life of religious background yeah but the measure of a good church because i've been to plenty the measure of a good church measure of a good service is one that doesn't feel like one and feels like a conversation yeah. and knowing what you're like, knowing what it's like to have a conversation with you, exactly, like just in how open and free and like how you're accepting, mm-hmm. like that's, that's incredible. And definitely yeah. if you're at all interested, check it out, reach out to David Perry, reach out to me. I can get you connection.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, Twitter for me is uh, David Perry DP or facebook.com slash the David Perry. Do you the. remember like early, Two thousand nine, Facebook allowed you to choose your own link from Facebook, yeah. and they were like, "You better pick a good one because you only get one." You only get one. And, and then MySpace's my retaliation was that I was like, "You can change it how many fucking times you want." Yeah. So Facebook, yeah, you get one, and so I remember they're doing it was like midnight Eastern on this one date, and I was in I was in Central Time, so it was like eleven p.m. We were all huddled around our laptops in Dallas. It was after I think it was like a Wednesday night. So it was after church, and we were all huddled around our laptops. And I wanted just Facebook.com slash David Perry. Like that would have done it for me. Yeah, That would have been amazing. I tried that. Taken. Immediately taken. Taken. Um, so a lot of my friends, um, they just started doing numbers. Like my friend was like, I'm not gonna say his name, but it's like, he was like John Smith four. Yeah, and I was like, that's so lame. He's like, yeah. why? And I was like, cause you're the fourth person to use that. Three which other John <laughs> Smith. <laughs> so I was like, no, like I'll just, just put the David Perry. Yeah. And it stuck. Well, all
0: mine um, is Josh the Weaver. Do, well,
1: yeah. we're almost like the same. But what I like about yours is it's like you're is an action, like you're weaving something. Josh I
0: the Weaver. I, I'll be totally honest. I don't remember why I chose that, Josh <laughs> the Weaver. And I also don't know like the like when I was trying to figure out what to name this, and Newlands forever on the chopping block until I find something that's like a thousand I, percent. For what it's worth,
1: I hate it. <laughs> I, I, like, um, I like it a lot, but I was trying to figure it, like,
0: what did I mean when I chose the Weaver? What like what am I weaving? I, I, I I'm still trying to figure
1: that out. And well, I think that anything any name that ends in er, like it kind of has an action. Like what's like Porter, it's someone yeah. who ports. I don't know <laughs> Weaver, I don't, Yeah, might, like, But like it's like it's, it has this action tone to it. So I feel like I love it because one, it's your name. Um, and to it You're kind of just Making kind of like A semi pun with it And I, I know, think right? I think just it's pretty cool um, But yeah So that's my Facebook So Instagram Twitter David Perry DP It's my first and last name And then my initials If you caught that Not and um, Everyone's like it. Everyone's I like David Perry Double penetration <laughs> <laughs> um, I know, right? But I prefer actually David Perry Dr. Pepper That's actually how I use it. David or, Perry Dr. Pepper Or if you're feeling healthy David Perry Diet Pepsi Ooh. Um, but, yeah, if you ever want to get in touch about anything um, faith-based or how to live, like, a balanced lifestyle of faith and, like, having your walk with God but also, like, living a life yeah. worth living um, and, like, still enjoying things, please, like, hit me up um, because, to me, it's it's more important to have the focus on the relationship than yep. the religion. So.
0: Yes. 100%. You get more out of that. That's where the learning comes from. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I seriously appreciate it. Thank you, brother. I am stoked for the next one. Woo! All right. Later. <laughs>